episode 24. Honest dish with a side of hot sauce. Yeah. Yep. And uh, we have a guest here today. We do. What's up, Sean? What's up, guys? So, Sean Mackey, were you born in Traverse City? I was, yeah. Okay. Yeah, born and raised Traverse, Traverse City, City native. Okay. Owner, operator, CEO. MFCEO, <laughs> badass of the magic shuttle bus in town, which I have been on a number of times. It's fantastic. Um, <laughs> so you. we're, we're going to kind of interview Sean, kind of talk about uh, the magic shuttle bus, that business. He's got some other uh, things floating around, other business ventures that he's started that we want to find out more about and share with you guys. So, yeah. So a couple things. We're in Traverse City. We're in Traverse City. We're also interviewing him, who's from Traverse City. We're at New Leonard Media Studios. We didn't say that last episode. We either. did because I threw in a Mark Wilson when we talked to him. Mark Wilson, the CEO—I don't know what he wants his title to be—owner of New Leonard Media Studios, best studio in Traverse City. If you are recording a podcast, he's the head geek. If you are recording a podcast, or if you're a small, like one to two, three act musician that you're not punk rock because he doesn't want to shit trashed, come here. That's yeah, or if you know anyone famous, also. And if we knew someone <laughs> famous like Joe, Joe Rogan, Rogan. <laughs> we are calling you out right now. We have made it almost to a quarter century of episodes. We've not heard from you and your people. Maybe you're not listening, but you should be. We're going to DM you until you take Nick's challenge because episode 100 <laughs> is the throwdown showdown Joe Rogan versus Nick. Done. <sighs> I like to it. the death. Yep. Or until someone says uncle. We haven't figured it's, out yeah, whether it's Nick gonna, or Joe Rogan. Our insurance doesn't cover death. Jeez, that would be a fight, man. Yeah, it's you it's going to be size, but it's going to be televised. <laughs> we haven't decided if it's going to be in an actual ring or if it's going to be in like a pool of KY or yes, totally mm, a pool weird. of KY. It's, either way, yeah, either way, With either way, I would pay to see that. Either way, you know what? If I do get knocked out. It's going to be on pay-per-view. It's going to be on pay-per-view, and I'll get knocked out by Dude, Joe Rogan. He's, he's getting old, but I mean, the guy is he's still cool. a old too. beast. Yeah, man. he is a beast. Wait, how old are you? Uh, 34. Dude, he's, like he's in his 40s. 50, I yeah. thought he was 50s. I don't know. You, Something like did that. you think I was 40? Be honest. No, like like later Higher 30s? 30s? Yeah, later you 30s. You mother beep! <laughs> it happens. So, Sean, why did you agree to come on our show? Well, I've uh, I've known Nick for a while. I've always enjoyed his company, and uh, I checked out the podcast a little bit, and I, I I liked it. It seemed like you guys cover a wide variety of things, you know, life, we're business, cool, uh, orgies, yeah, orgies, right? Yeah, parenting, those yeah. go hand in hand. Bad, <laughs> bad wedding, know, a very let me let me rephrase a very wide variety. Of yes, things. yes, okay. yeah, um, yeah, and I like it, man, and I. Uh, I like talking about stuff like this too, you know. You get to throw ideas around and you learn new stuff. Do I know Nick was in business for a good long time and he's learned a, a ton of stuff too, so I always enjoy these these type of conversations. Hell yeah, hell yeah. So, appreciate you coming, man. Yeah. Um yeah. side note, I've had one of the top 3 laughs in my whole entire life with this guy. <laughs> um Tell us more. And it was so it, random. It was too. so. I don't even remember what we were laughing about. I I had. Th I think that we did. We smoke 
pot that night? Yeah, we did. Using yeah, the marijuana. We were, okay, so yeah, yeah, yeah. I, it's you know for medicinal purposes, but and it's legal, so it's fine. Yeah, yeah, and I I don't smoke that often. Let me let me say that just before I I go to bed is when I generally that, smoke. So when I smoke too. out in public, too. I just get weird. You yeah, know? like yeah, either, that's yeah, I zone out. Like I just get out of it, or you know, I just laugh. You know, and I'm constantly <laughs> laughing. Yeah. So that's kind of how I was using it too. I mean, I haven't, gosh, ever since I started 75 hard, I didn't, I haven't smoked pot. So what is that? You said that before, but I don't, I don't know what that is. I'll fill you in okay. off, off okay. the air. Yeah. So that night, I don't know. I think we did. Cause like if I we if, did, yeah, we, if did. I'm going to, you know, not drink, then I'll, I'll probably, you know, take a hit or two before I go down to the bar. So we you had, had that pen. Yeah. 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 You yeah. Had yeah. That pen. yeah. So and I took way too much because I didn't yeah. know how to hit it. You didn't yeah. know what yeah. you're, yeah. No, oh, yeah, those, those, the vape pen. Dude, it, it I had the vape pen. It was just one hit, man. Right, yeah. and then you were just like, yeah. gone. Yeah, okay. Yeah, Been gone there. in a good way this time, though. Okay. This was a good, yeah. The thing I love about Sean, and I apologize ahead of time, but Sean is, how tall are you? <laughs> uh, five, five, eight. How much do you weigh? Um, uh, one thirty-five. So Sean's like my little buddy, man. Like I'm, I'm six four and two seventy-five. So half. It, I'm half, literally half, literally half. Yeah. Okay. So, <laughs> I mean, I don't know, man. I just really like being around Sean, and he's funny. But yeah, th- this night we had hit the pen. I was, I kind of went through a pen phase, and uh, yeah, we just, I don't even remember what we were we laughing were- about. Oh, because cousin my there. cousin said your cousin he, said something. He said uh, his hand smelled like a mastiff. Is he petted a dog earlier or it, something? It wasn't like if you were completely sober. It wasn't one of those things that you would like had to laugh be there. Hilarious. It, yeah, you had to be there. <laughs> and also, it was kind of the energy of it. You, yeah. Did you notice that? Because yeah, like yeah. when one person started laughing, <laughs> yes. it, the other it triggered the other person, and then it got then exponentially it just funnier. And the more we laughed, like it got. You know, yeah, yeah. So, so basically, I can, you were two dudes that were smoking weed, laughing. This is a first. I mean, we need to <laughs> no. write, This needs to be recorded in history because I don't think this has ever happened. Before. Oh, you, you would have had it been there, man. The best like, thing, when he says top three laughs in his life, it, I I totally relate to that. Yeah, it yeah. was. Yeah, it the, was hilarious. The, I remember that night. What made me laugh more? more story though. I know. Uh, what made me laugh more was Sean's laugh. Okay, I kind of was going somewhere with that. Sean's little guy. So his laugh, everyone's got that weird point where it's like their laugh is just, okay, that's kind of, you hit the awkward stage a little bit. Yeah, yeah. I have that. So Sean obviously, you know, has that too. So he (laughs) hit that stage where he started like, (laughs) dude, and it just, anyways. um, So yeah, I, I appreciate that. So yeah, like Sean said, we've known each other for a long time. But so tell us a little bit about the Magic Shuttle Bus and where that idea came from nine years ago. Yeah, nine years ago. So, yeah, yeah man, where to come from? Like, what kind of right. drove you to do that? And what I also want to know what, well, answer that and I'll ask that question. Okay. Okay. So, I was 20 years old. I was about to turn 21. I was working at Best Buy at the time and I was delivering appliances and installing them. And uh, me and my partner were driving down 31 there out by Pioneer Diesel. And there was this little short bus on the side of the road. And I told him to pull over, you know, so I could check it out. And I ended up buying it just because I thought it would be cool to, you know, when I turned 21 to go to the bars to, you know, 
get all my friends together. Roll up in the short bus. Roll up in the short bus. Yep. You know, I turned all the seats sideways. I put a badass audio system in it. Um, oh, so you lights de- decked and, it all out. But it wasn't for, like, I had no idea on the, the it business. It was for fun. It was for fun. Yeah, yes. like yeah. pay a driver 50 bucks, you know. Like, to get we're going to drive us around in our party bus. Right. Stripper pole? Um, no stripper pole on that okay. one, right? But okay. so that was it really for the, we decked it out and we made so much noise in Traverse City. I mean, we would throw crazy themed parties. Like there was this one time we did this Disney theme party and I was, you know, 21 years old and we were rolling up downtown. Everybody was dressed up in Disney character costumes <laughs> And we pulled up to Union Street Bar, and they we had this like roll of red felt, and we a- acted as a red carpet. And, okay. And we unrolled it from the bus into Union Street, and then Linton MacArthur, he was Walt Disney. Okay. He stepped out, and he was like, "Let me let me introduce my creations," and it was like packed, you know. Nice. And so we had music blaring, and we all got off the bus like doing a little dance, and it was just awesome, um, you know. I have a question. Yeah. Where the hell was I for this shit? <laughs> Oh man, I don't. That was like we knew each other, but oh, I don't gosh. think we were. We, were we need to recreate that because that sounds amazing. I love, I love theme parties. Yeah. And dress oh up. Jeff. It was oh fun. yeah, he does. Yeah. It's oh. a good time. He can rock a woman's outfit, like, and <laughs> actually looks good. I can rock any outfit. His cheekbones. Yeah. Oh gosh. Yeah, nice. That nice. got weird, but so you, <laughs> yeah. you took you, Disney party was yep. kind of like this big highlight of it. We did a bunch of, and those. so this yeah. is nine years ago, yeah, rough, or even longer than that, right? So we okay. we had a lot of fun with it, like first uh, six to nine months, you know, maybe even a year. It's a and fu- yeah, it's a party bus, right? So, okay. so I, then how do you t- transition there? Or why do you transition that into, into like, a the business? business? Right. So I just started getting all these random phone calls from people and it like word spread that I have this bus sure. and it was just word uh-huh. of mouth and people started calling me That's cool. Um, to like, you know, Hey, can you do my bachelor party? Hey, can you drive me around for my wedding? Can you do a birthday shuttle? Sure. And I got, it got you to the put point. put hooker in the back. <laughs> None of that. Okay, None of that. that's fine. But it got to the point to where private. I was like, holy shit, this is like, there's a need for this, you know, big time in Traverse City. Sure. And what year is this about? Well, uh, nine years ago, years. so I'll okay, do the math. So, so, all right, so this is nine years ago. So we're talking so, yeah, 2011. Yeah, like yeah. Probably 2012, okay, yeah. so that's around when I moved here, and the only... There were a few wine tour buses, and that it, everything was winery specific, right? And there were only a few breweries at the time, right? So it was, so it was still infancy of this town, exactly. Okay. And then, so I got into it really at a at a perfect time because you're right. Like after 2012, it was probably 2014 or yeah, probably 2014, 2015 to where you know the wineries in Traverse City or Northern Michigan just started taking off. They started popping up more and more and the brewery scene came with that. And then as the winery scene expanded, so it came along with the wedding venues because a lot of these wineries are so gorgeous. You know, they, they do weddings too. And, um, just not an old mission peninsula. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Not so much, but Leelanau. Yeah. So these are people like they want to go out 10, 20 miles away Mm-hmm. They want to have a party on the way there and on the way back and have their whole group. And exactly. It's, it's, a, it's a hoot. So One of my yeah. favorite yeah. things to do. It's a, it's a party. Yeah. A Love it. So we just started, you know, I I drove to Chicago the first year um, I started up. I bought two buses down there. 
Um, and then after, I think it was the third year I started running the company. I was still working full time at the time, um, at a cabinet shop. I, I did, um, like custom cabinetry work, woodworking. And, um, it was the third year I wanted to go bigger with it. And so I needed more help with it to like do maintenance on the bus, stuff like that. So my dad, he did masonry his whole life. That's what I got brought up doing. Okay. Uh, like concrete, brickwork, blockwork, stuff like that. So at that time, you know, he's getting older. He needs to get out of that. So it was a perfect time to where he invested in on the third year and went 50-50 partners with me. Okay. So at that- buy some more buses. Yep. Helped expand a little bit more. And every year since, we bought, you know, another one or two buses. Sometimes we would sell off our older stuff to buy newer equipment and then just hire drivers progressively- Throughout the so years. are all your buses like short buses or do you have any full-size school buses? Yeah. Do you have shuttle vans too? Our fleet ranges, we have 12 vehicles in Traverse City and they range from 12 passenger. We have 12, 14, 20, 28, and 40 passenger buses. Oh, wow. So we have like two Damn. 40s, a 28, um, two 20s, and like six or seven 14 to drive my like family to florida <laughs> you get hot well not out of state <laughs> i'm sorry i have a i have a chauffeur's license yeah yeah for well sure. i i would say do you want a job <laughs> no we are always looking for drivers it, but. It, it, i have driven uh the par- a party bus for one of your competitors before yep and i i did that on a whim i remember i'm sitting outside of a bar and watching a bunch of like drunk people and i was like you know what that seems fun and then serendipitously like he had posted on facebook he was listening to, looking for drivers, looking for drivers so yeah. i just texted i was like dude i don't want a job but i want to do this like like you can't rely on me to be like every week right like let me drop in and do some he's like totally fine you know here's a shirt you were trying to get laid <laughs> not even at that you were point. trying to get laid um, well if maybe. he was it would be a good way it's totally to go easy. about it i did meet a woman that told me we were destined to meet and then for about four months, she and she lived downstate, and she was blowing my phone up all the time. <laughs> like she found me on Facebook. We were m- meant to be together, blowing and something. we hadn't even we never have ever met in person other than that day. It kind of sounds like stalkerish. It almost, is, and was she's it? like, "If things work out when we meet, will I move in with you, or will your kids move in oh, with God. me?" And oh, I just remember God. I was like. Yeah, we've never even like gone on a date. Like, <laughs> I wouldn't even know how to pick you out of a crowd. Like, I'm glad we had a good conversation. Oh but th- I will say the bus drivers probably have had a lot of fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that. Um, yeah, no, you're not kidding because it is a fun job, man. It, yeah. it is so much fun, and um, you're delivering fun on wheels. It that's what it is, you know. Like all the buses, all the buses that we have, they all have like wood floors, perimeter seating, sure. LED lighting, full audio systems, and you can drink on them. Too. Correct. We've limited that. So we've actually, we really don't allow hard liquor anymore so on the bus. Beer and wine. So it's beer and wine. Yeah. Okay. On it. That makes because sense. Because a lot of barfing. A lot of the issues were like bachelor parties, as you could imagine. Yeah. yeah. Like yeah. testosterone filled group of 20 guys. Drinking a you bunch know, of whiskey. Exactly. Down in a fifth, you know. And, they're and just like wrestling. Yeah. Not wrestling, like causing a scene with regular people. Right. Like right. The citizenry. And thank God, like, not a lot of bachelor parties go on wine tours because wine tours can be, you know, really kind of stingy, uppity, you will You're say. Little, yeah, yeah. You know? And you highbrow. G- yeah, yeah. I mean, family-oriented establishments, you know? So um, a lot of the wine tours are bachelorette parties. I and, recall. And when a group of women get together, it's always laughter. Well, not always, but the, the majority of the time. Yeah, That's- sometimes tears. Yep, you're right. But when a group of guys, it's it's totally different. It's a yep. completely different dynamic. Yep. 
So yeah. this last year was tough hospitality, tourism in, in our region and everywhere in America this last year, COVID and all that. And I know mm-hmm. in our region, the demand for tourism was as high and if not higher than it ever was because you know, we were open in our state of Michigan. There were parts that were closed and we were open. So yep. this was even more of a destination for people. One, how was this year for you guys? And two, what kind of changes did you guys have to adapt to with all the ever-changing restrictions in business this year? Those are some really good questions. It was a, it was a good year. Like if I were to rate it like the year overall, sure. it was, it was a good year. We okay. had a, we had a profitable year. It, it probably wasn't as good as the previous year or right on the, the cusp of it, you know, okay. right there. But it was definitely more difficult because we had to, so like our cancellation policy, for example, like our, our normal cancellation policy was if you give us 30 days notice cancellation from your tour date, we'll refund 50% of the deposit, zero refund policy within 30 days. Okay. We couldn't really do that because, you know, states are, you know, sections of the states These are, are closing down. Yeah. It's completely out of the customer's hands. So what we did, and we also couldn't issue, you know, $150,000 in refunds at the same time. Because be broke. Right, exactly. You know, and we had a meeting with like, the wedding industry, so like sure. wedding vendors, caterers, uh, venues, planners, you know, all that, planners, yeah. all that, and we kind of came up with a a strategy, and we all kind of had to stick together on it too, you know, to give the best, you know, our customers a good a good a good service, and right? Experience, yeah. So we amended the cancellation policy to to say we're not gonna we're not you're not gonna lose any money by canceling, and it doesn't matter when you cancel, but we're gonna issue guys vouchers so for next the amount year or a different yeah. time. They can reschedule. They got a voucher. They don't expire. They can reschedule. They can apply it for something else, whatever the case is. And the thing is, it's a challenge for you guys. If you blocked off that date and maybe they got COVID, let's just say, and they can't come now and they tell you a a month in advance, well, somebody who's up here for a wedding, Mm -hmm. other than like a weekend whim trip with a bunch of friends, people typically plan trips. So it's like now you're you're open. Right. So you were going to make $10,000 that weekend. And now you're going to make nothing, and that's not fair for anybody. So it, right. I think a lot of businesses, if you communicated it well, people hopefully understood. I would say the majority of people did understand where we were coming from because you, you have to explain it in a way like there's no telling how many jobs we turned down for that, sure. you know? And like you, it's like I understand it's just – it's not a good situation. You know, it, it's not the as ideal as it could be as like a refund getting your money back, right. you know? But at the same time, you know, I would say 95% of people were reasonable about it. You have that 5% of people that were um, going to their bank and issuing chargebacks, you know, for the amount sure, and saying, no, the credit card yeah, company, yeah. Like, this is fraudulent. And you got to file a dispute and all that stuff, okay. you know, but it was a minimal amount of so people. So that was like that. the biggest challenge for this year is like the big, the cash flow piece of refunds, I'm guessing. Yeah, and also rescheduling. So, like, sure. if we issued them a voucher and they didn't reschedule to a date, right? All these other people, right. weddings are rescheduling right. for next year. So now right. 2021 is booked out with all the 2020 weddings. And, and these, new customers. Yeah, and now these people that didn't reschedule right when the voucher was issued, they're running into issues because now we're booked. Well, and you're and probably date, not getting new money for a exactly. lot of those visits. And that's and that, a challenge. In the wintertime, you know, we take a 50% deposit and that's our income for okay. the winter months. Yeah. So if we're booked for the summer weddings on, on all Saturdays, yeah. 
all these weddings, new weddings that are coming in for this next year or this year now, you're you know, need you're, we're bus. turning you're down. You need some more buses, more drivers. <laughs> I I think I'm at the point right now where I, I don't want to go any larger in sure. Traverse City because I can run it right now the way it's at. And me and my father, he does like the maintenance on the buses, um, stocks all the vehicles, um, you know, the vehicle side and all the maintenance, which is a lot of maintenance for 12 vehicles. And then I do all the administrative work okay. and we can handle it, but it's like, we're right. Like I could use a secretary for sure. It would help. It would improve my life dramatically. Why don't, one right now. Why don't you hire yeah. one? Um, well, like I said, like I'm right at that line. Like if I were any busier in Traverse city, I would probably be forced to in the summertime. Yeah. I mean, I, I feel like a lot of business owners, you know, there is that sweet spot and usually it, yeah. it is, it's between like that 500,000 to a million mark where you're like, that's, there's growing pains in between there. You know, you're either at that 500,000 where you can manage it yourself. Once you start to kind of get away from that 500,000 right. towards that million, you got what you're what, what you're talking about. You got to hire a secretary. You I know, think I, you're right with that. Yeah, one hundred percent. There's yeah. there's five hundred to, to a million, and then there's like one to three million, and then like three to whatever. Right. Sure. You know. So, yeah. but no, I I think that yeah. I, I'm just curious on that. I think that that'd be you know because there's a lot of business owners out there who are you know trying for that. Um, you know, trying to, I don't want to say disconnect, but, you know, I feel like that'd free up a lot of your time if you did bring a secretary on. And maybe yeah. maybe you're not looking for that, but. Well, no, I mean. Nobody wants to deal with the the stuff that you don't want to deal with. Right, right. And so it, you want a person, it's like, I am hiring you to make my life easier, which also then makes your life better. Because if you're doing everything that your dad's not. Right. You know, you're not driving all the buses at once, I'm assuming, because you can't. I barely drive at all right. anymore. So you've already yeah. gotten that off your plate. But then all the customer contact, dealing with all these things, you're going to – are you doing with all the scheduling and customer complaints and all that? All of it. So that's – All of it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's me. Like, you call the book a job. You call it an issue. Mm -hmm. Anything like that is me, you know, and, and so, then I coordinate with all the drivers. And that's but, hard yeah. to probably get to step back and then plan for – planning right oh, yeah. and right. i know for a fact it would make my life a hell of a lot easier but at the same time like i think about that person and they really have to be a perfect person they really. do because you're do. you're more or less like they i'm do. handing my business off to you well, like if you yep. can't if you're not good at sales a lot of it you know sometimes people call and they just want to book it because maybe they've used you in the past they know your company and they're okay with it but a lot of other people that call you know they're shopping around yep. and maybe you can sweeten the deal, but you got to know yep. how much you can, you can afford. They got to gotta fit your the culture. Deal. They got to fit yeah, your culture. Sometimes you don't know, like you can't necessarily know they're perfect on the front end. It, that's hard. You, trial and error because, is what you're saying. And, and you know, it, it's expensive to bring people on board, but in an administrative or an assistant role, I mean, attitude, how they, you know, I don't want to say appearance, but their demeanor. Right. Just their Demeanor own confidence big. in their own selves, even if they don't have skills. Skills can be taught, attitude, sure. behavior, accountability, showing up on time, all like work ethic, that stuff you can't train. Right. That has to so be you can instilled. Flush some of that out, and then you just kind of you're still gonna cross your fingers. Right. Because it's like this it's a risk. It could be a guy, it could be a woman, and let's it say is. she's like, Oh, I just met a guy and I'm moving across the country. It's like, damn it, you right. are amazing. Like you know, I'll hire you. I'll find you a husband. Yeah. Said, um, <laughs> right. We we never had a good secretary, man. Like we went through really? I mean, our, our, from the time that I was really in, like involved, like, you know, back in 
what, 2013, 2012, um, we never really had a good secretary. So it, it, it is, it's a lot of trial and error, but like, if you don't want to grow, if you're good sitting where you're at and you can manage it, then there's no reason for it. But, you know, obviously if you want to hit that next level, right. You know, which I know, I think you understand. It's hard to be static though. Yep. It is. It is. We'll always want to keep going. Yeah. yeah. You yeah. really I think, do. I yeah. think naturally too, just the way your business model is and, and the way that you've kind of structured your company and the culture around your company and the reputation, I think it's going to naturally grow, right? Like Organically. Right. Organically. Right. You know right. what I mean? So, and I, that's my next question. I, I want to ask, if you could explain, I would say five minutes or less, what differs you from other, your competition? Like why would people choose the Magic Shuttle Bus versus another private charter busing company? Right. The first thing I would say um, to that is our drivers. So, well, for one, I got into this industry because it kind of came on naturally. Like I, I you could say, yeah, I fell it's into a very, it. na- yeah. but it was weird. Because- I didn't know that story that I, that was cool. Thanks for sharing that. Yeah. That, you kind of like, it kind of just happened. It kind of just happened. But That's then awesome. I, I developed this passion and I've always loved Traverse City. Like I love this town. I travel in the winter months, you know, around the country and yep. I'll always come back to Traverse City. I think in summer, I I haven't seen a better place. You can't beat Traverse City in the summertime, you know, or Northern Michigan. Stop telling people. (laughs) Yeah, I know, right? (laughs) Um, So I I love the city and I love showing people the, the best parts of it, you know, what exists here. So I do have a passion for it. So everybody that I, I hire or that I strive to hire, I want them to have that same Same passion. passion, You know, I really do. And also we have a variety of different drivers, you know, and some younger, some older, uh, some more experienced, some who know a great deal about Traverse city that are true tour guides, like down to their core. In 1912, (laughs) this is where this officer beat the crap out of this pickpocket. Yeah. 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 Like they could, you know? And, um, so we cater, if you call to book a tour and you book a bachelorette party, let's say, well, I'm going to set you up with a younger driver. I'm not, I'm not going to set you up with a with an older Grandpa, driver yeah, i want i, I want that you. driver to be as younger energetic, energetic as yep. ambitious you know so they're gonna your driver is going to be catered to what type of event you have so that would be one part of that you know the other part would be our vehicles i would say in the last year alone we've replaced five of our older vehicles to like 2015 vehicles and newer so all newer equipment and they all have you know they're all set up like party bus style wood floors, perimeter seating, you know, all the amenities in it. Yeti style coolers and all of them. Yeah. Yeah. So drivers and buses, I mean, you're, I mean, I think the drivers make the experience. So I really, I think that's a, the big, the biggest part of the tour. The driver really makes the whole tour. Yeah. Because I, I mean, I personally, I've been on a couple of different, you know, buses in Traverse city and outside of Traverse city. And I think sometimes you get those just crotchety people that right. are really like digging the vibe and you know sit down back to, i mean i know yeah, that there's right, rules right. i and was shit. a crotchety bus driver but like come on man come on, Everyone, i can't see that you, you gotta, no, no, no way no, no way. way yeah <laughs> i mean you got to be someone who can put yourself in these people's shoes who are having this experience and really you know kind of understand what they're looking for out of right. their experience so yep. i think that's huge and um and you know, also to chime in, also know when to draw the line too, because sure. 
a lot of alcohol is being consumed oh, on yeah. these tours, yep. and we have to keep a good relationship with like yep. these wineries and breweries yep. and these locations. And if the group gets too out of hand, it reflects poorly on us. As a parent, so I've it's, had toddlers. Yeah, that right. Super That's easy. a perfect yep. example. They're drunk toddlers. Yeah. It's like, Come on, guys. We're going to go to the next place. Yep. Right. Yep. Like, you got to know when to put your foot down. And also, and there's a way to do that too without being offensive. Sure. You know, to, to really be stern and, and tell the group, hey, like, this isn't cool. You know, we got it. We got to slow it down or, you know. You kind of got to know how to, as a driver, like kind of talk to people and communicate and like, hand. how do you handle stressful or situations that involve conflict? Right. You can't just be like, hey, we're looking for drivers and okay, yeah, I can drive a, you know, bus. Like, right. that's a good point. But I'm going to add something to that. I think, obviously, you said that your buses are 2015 or newer. I think I've seen some other, maybe not buses your size, but like there's some other charter companies that look like they have newer, you know, right. vehicles. But I would say another cool thing about the Magic Shuttle Bus is just like, just the setup, man. It's a party on a bus, you know, like mm-hmm. some of these other newer charter, private charters are just like, you know, I, I get a kick out of, I don't want to name any names, but the, there's some other companies in town that just, they got the sleek black vehicles that, you know. More of the white glove. Yeah. It's a different, right. it's a white, it's more like your right. white linen or it's like, it's a party. And, right, and that's right. Like, there's a place for yeah, that. Yeah, that's going to attract the people, but Gladys I think. Gladys wants to party too. Yeah, you know, right. 70 yeah. year old lady. Gladys B. They want uh, <laughs> Gladys B. Yeah, they want to do their thing. But so I would I would say, I mean, every time I've been on your bus, it's just the experience alone that you're gonna get from the Magic Shuttle bus is totally different from any other one that I've been on. So yeah. I think that really goes into your guys' culture and your business. So thank you. I, I appreciate that. So I hear, I mean, we had a conversation like a year and a half ago or whatever that I think I know what you're getting at. You were excited about something. Yeah, yeah. it was a bar conversation. So I was like all right, but you were getting, you know, vi- you were vibing out. Yeah. So, yeah. so you got a new venture that you kind of started and is at a halt, right? Because of the pandemic. Yep. Yeah. Um, like, tell uh, us a little bit about this new new venture and what we can expect. And yeah. So the uh, name. When I started Magic Shuttle Bus, I was in it, man. Like any problem came up, I was through it. I figured it out. You know, I had that motivation and that drive to to make it work. You know, there's no way it wasn't going to work. It was always going to work from the start. This, I feel even stronger about this, you know, like I am, I am, I feel really good. But the thing is I have the company built, it's done, it's built, it's ready to be launched. And this is the year we're going to find out what it's worth, you know, and, and how it goes. So it's called the sleeping bear adventure company. So we're an adventure company and we're going to be offering all day adventure tours on um all throughout Leelanau Peninsula and Leelanau County. Cool. So pretty much from start I'll walk you through it. The gist of it is you're going to do 2 hours paddleboarding, 2 hours kayaking and 2 hours mountain biking on in a 10 to 12 hour day. Lunch and dinners is going to be included in your ticket. A lot of exercise. A lot of exercise. Yeah. Now, so from start to finish, um you buy a ticket on TripAdvisor online. This is a join-in tour type. You can also, if you got a group of people, you can hire the whole bus out for a private outing too. But the, what our um, signature tour is, it's called the M22 Adventure Tour. Okay. So you buy a ticket on TripAdvisor, Expedia online. Your ticket's going to run between $280 to $300 per person. We're going to meet at a central location in Traverse City at 9 a.m., 10 a.m. in the morning. 
It'll probably be 9 a.m. We're solidifying the time timeline sure. still. So um, we meet everybody there. You're going to be picked up in a shorter size bus that holds 14 people. It's going to have all wood paneling, like the adventure style. You know those renovated vans? Like a safari van? Yeah, like a safari van with all that cool wood paneling. So it has all that paneling. And the the bus itself, that's what you're going to ride in. The bus is going to be towing a 20-foot enclosed trailer behind it with 14 paddleboards, 14 mountain bikes, 14 kayaks. Yeah, paddleboards, mountain bikes, kayaks. So all the gear is in the trailer. And we're going to take off. We're going to head up to Esh Beach up there in Empire. Oh, yeah, yep. We're going to get out the kayaks. You're going to have a guide that goes with you on each of these adventures. And then you have a driver, right? So So, drive, guide takes you to the next place. Yep, guide goes with the group. Driver drives to the next place. So we unload the kayaks at Esh Beach. We do a two-hour kayaking experience along Sleeping Bear Sand Dunes right there. The finish point is Empire Beach. So... As the guide is going with the crew, the driver goes to Empire Beach, but first picks up lunch. So when the group gets off the kayaks, they have lunch on the beach, and the the driver would have had already unloaded Sheesh. the mountain bikes. Sure. Um, so we're doing um, the village in in okay. Empire. Okay. So we're doing lunch. Um, okay. And the cool thing is the guests will fill out a form the week prior with putting in their lunch it, order. This sounds gotcha. very similar to like um, – Perfect. Having gone down like to Costa Rica or something like that, if you're going to go rappelling mm-hmm. or you're going to go zip lining, yeah, it's like they're going to take you for half a day or full day. A full day, right? Do a bunch of they'll do this and then they finish you off with mm-hmm. a meal and everyone's they, kind of yeah. They, they finish you off. They what does that? In, <laughs> what does that entail? In a bathtub with your organs already taken out of your body. Uh, I was <laughs> I was thinking no, I was thinking I, like a massage parlor. Like uh, yeah, like some like a happy fellatio. Ending. <laughs> Maybe performing. That's the F word we're not using today. Oh. <laughs> so it's a full day experience. Yeah, yeah. And it's immersive. And I would see that COVID made it tough because you can only do things with people in your household. Right. And right. You didn't. Yeah. I mean, you didn't technically start it yet, but you wanted to start it in 2020, right? I wanted like, to launch it. Yeah. To to finish off there after lunch, you do two hours mountain biking on the Heritage Trail, and then sure. two hours paddleboarding um, on Little Glen Lake. Oh, cool! And then we partnered with Hoplot um, for dinner, so we take everybody to Hoplot. Oh, they sweet. get a dinner token and a beer too. Yeah, or something. The beer. You know, if they want a beer at that point, they can. We're not going to allow drinking on the tour prior to that, just because, because you're doing you've some got six hours extreme of exercise. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Cool thing too, paddleboarding. You know, you're getting a whole body workout. Yeah. Now I want to say something too if like we're trying to cater to a um a variety of people you know so if you were to do all these activities you're probably going to be beat by the end of the day yeah you got to be probably in pretty good shape to get through them all if you don't want to do that like if you're going out with your family you know and say the parents don't want to go mountain biking then we'll just drive them to the sand dunes and they'll they'll hang out at the dune climb. So there's going to be a less strenuous activity offered. um, And then, you know, if the kids want to do the mountain bike, they can do that, you know? So there'll be, well, we're trying to cater to all um, ages, all different groups, you know, but yeah. So last year we wanted to launch it and, you know, COVID hit and we were like, you know, shit, what are we, we had to make the call. Like, are we going to go all in or because if I'm going to do it, I'm going to go all in with, yeah. it. you know, full yep. marketing campaign, everything. And we decided, you know, it just, it, it wasn't, it wasn't right. Probably you know, we, we shouldn't do it. This is probably, probably the right good. idea for yeah. last year. 
100 percent yeah yeah you know being outside is one thing but you're also enclosed on a bus, a bus you know so weirdnesses with it and a join in tour people are joining in they don't know each other I, you know so i was on a pictured rocks boat tour in the fall and i've done that many times and there were some people behind me from downstate um southeast michigan and we're from traverse city and we're up in the you know munising upper peninsula and outside on a boat right and they're sitting maybe like six feet from me, and you had to wear a mask on the boat, which is outside. What month is it? Is this in? This would have been September. Okay. And so, and the people behind me were like wondering, like, "Oh my God, can we sit?" Cl-? Like they were trying to get a better view, and they were scared about sitting by us, and right. they were offended. And I'm like, "Right, no, it's cool. I'm from Northern Michigan. We don't yeah. Like everyone's <laughs> yeah. fine. You're we're good. Out, we're outside with masks on. Nobody's dying. Today. Right, right, yeah. Um, but I can imagine if they, if people downstate and other parts of the country are the most concerned with coronavirus it's probably makes that experience with strangers tougher than it's ever been so yeah yeah it was a hard decision you made the right call you think so i think so too um i think they're you know in the midst of covid people were looking for something that got them outside and if the fact was that we didn't have to put them all on a bus or if it was a big bus where we could distance Distance them out and still make it profitable yeah you know then but yeah, like, we probably would have done it. Running a bus for two couples is not going to pay the bills. Right. And these tours, you know, we really got to sell these tours out. We got to have a fair well, amount. The you whole know. day is tied up. You have three different pieces of equipment. Yep. You've got tons of time into it. You know, yeah. yeah. The drivers have, I mean, it's, it's, it's a full day. It's a full day. Yeah. Tips and all that stuff. So yeah, I get it. Um, yeah. That's pretty cool adventure or venture, adventure, venture. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. I yeah. feel privileged that I got to hear it a while ago. Yeah. yeah I was pretty was, excited about it. Then. I your paddleboarding skills. I actually own a paddleboard. Sweet. Yeah. You yeah. said that with a little like. I just was like, wonder oh, if you like to paddleboard. Oh, okay. All I right. fell off once this year, but it was at it, like midnight. It so. was challenging. Oh, yeah. I, I fell off a couple times Because I was too. staring at the Comet, and I was like, that's really cool, and we had been drinking. And the Comet? We, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we went paddleboarding to watch the Comet one night. This where, where were you at? Just uh, West Grand Traverse Bay. Okay. It yeah. wasn't super dark, but it was on a whim. My buddy and I were drinking whiskey, and it was like sun was coming down. I was like, dude, let's go paddleboarding. He's like, this is a great <laughs> idea. Then I remember someone is like, did you have any lights on? I'm like. No. no. Why would we do that? They're like, what if a boat, <laughs> yeah, ran a boat came? I'd be like, I'd scream. Like, that's what I would <laughs> just, dr- just jump in, <laughs> just man. Jump, I'd just jump in down. and yeah, yeah, dive down, like hide underneath it. Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, well, it yeah. Was, I was like, I don't even think of that. But No, right, I, right. I got a paddleboard last year. I got a blow up. And uh, it's, I mean, that's what these are, too. Funny. Okay. They're, they're, they're the good inflatable blow up. What, what, what brand? All tell. Okay. A. a- what is it? A T T O L or A T O L L? I've got a black fin, so I okay. went with that. Yeah, pretty. You cool. know, I think those, man. I prefer that over, over the actual yeah. hard shell. I do too. You I know. do too. I mean, I've never used a little bit more forgiving. And yeah, for yeah. sure, for sure. So Jeff had to leave. We got Mark Wilson sitting in his spot. We're gonna finish out this episode. Mark Wilson's the owner of New Leonard Media. Yeah, man, that's uh, that's exciting stuff. I'm excited to see where that goes. We're doing trial runs too, man. So like in May when it gets warmer, 
if if you got you know a, a smaller group of people that you guys want to be some test subjects, you know, okay. you want to get on the bus okay. and and go do it. We got to get like four or five trial runs under our belt. Okay, you know, so we are looking for some volunteers to fill up a couple buses to get all the the bugs worked out. You know, I'm gonna have to up my training a little bit. Maybe okay. maybe yeah. change it. You know, divert. Or um, skip an activity, whatever you right. Yeah, I did buy a Peloton over COVID though, so I got my biking nice. down. So very nice. Um, so sweet, man. So uh, what's uh, what's the next five years for Sean Mackey look like? Obviously, you're you're building a home. You got any other like ideas for businesses in the back of your mind? Anything you're kind of brewing up? Like obviously, we we got to launch. What's the business called that you just talked about? So that's called Sleeping Bear. Sleeping Adventure Bear Adventure. Yep. Adventure Co. Adventure Co. Okay. Yep. So you've got that that you got to kind of launch and, and yep. whatnot, but where are you going? Like, where do you want to, you want to stay in Traverse City your whole life? You in got business some- or more so like life in general? Business. Business? Um, well, so like Traverse City uh, with Magic Shuttle, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty good. I'm probably going to go a year or two where I'm at right now and run it because I'm, I'm at a good point, you know? Uh, with the adventure company, I'm going to try to grow as much as possible. Uh, what's really cool is my girlfriend Katie; she's going to run it. Oh, so sweet! So she's she's going to run it. She's going to. She's pretty fit too, so she'll be she like is, yeah. great on that. Yeah, cool. Yep. Yeah. And uh, so I want to expand that as much as I can, and then we are actually starting up um, the Grand Rapids branch for Magic Shuttle Bus. So we're going to put two buses in Grand Rapids, and I have a partner down there. So we're going to try to expand that as much as possible okay. to right. so capitalize on the, on the two new ventures yeah, there. For sure. As far as any other business adventures, um, not really, man. Nothing I mean, brewing. Yeah. That, you, you got a lot in your plate me. right now. Yeah. You've got a lot in your plate. I, I will say the fact that your, your girlfriend, Katie is going to run that. Hopefully you're pretty serious about this one because you don't want any like <laughs> trouble in the water. Yeah, you know no, I know. Mean? Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Which, no, I've, yeah, I mean that's definitely a thought, you know. But it's solid, yeah. man. We yeah. are we yeah. are good. You're a smart it's guy. It's all uh, everything is great, and yeah. I I see it really working yeah. out for the good. best. Yeah, yeah. Cool, sweet yeah. man. And you're kind of like a. Would you consider yourself an adrenaline junkie? You're you're like a world traveler, man. I mean, we're uh, we're friends on Snapchat. I, right. You're uh, either you sail too. Yeah, you yeah, sail, sail a lot. So you I sail a lot. A you. Uh, yeah, man, you I just love went the out thrill. to the the Grand Canyon, didn't you? Is that where you guys Utah. were? Utah, Utah, yep. okay, Utah. Um, so we yeah. spent a couple of weeks out there uh, hiking. I love to hike, man. I absolutely love hiking, but yeah. um, like backcountry hiking. Mm-hmm. That man, if I could, if I could take six months off or five months to hike the PCT or the AT, I would. I would love to do that yeah. one day. But as far as adrenaline goes, you know, I I, I power paraglide. So that too. Yeah. So that's the, the powered paramoting. I, I uh, you are nuts for that, by the way. So ex- I mean, just brief. Like, what exactly <laughs> is that? I mean, so you're the big butt fan, right? Like yeah. you're, you're sitting on a like a mini hydro freaking. It looks like a what are those hydro boats? Those uh, things that go over the yeah, like the I, I don't know with the big fans. Yeah, it's got yeah, a big fan in, like, on the, the back. Swamps. It's got. Yeah. yeah, it's got like wheels right on the bottom. So, para, like for a power paramotor, it's like a big backpack that you wear, and it you have a seat, but the seat doesn't come down until you get in the air. So pretty much you're strapped into this big backpack with an engine on your back, and the engine has a propeller on it. And in your hand, you have a throttle, and that controls the speed of your propeller, how fast it spins. So you're hooked up. 
and you have this big parachute. I'm call, it's called a glider, but it's a parachute. So that's behind you when you start and you start running. The parachute comes up above you because it, it takes it gets filled with wind. And then once you get going, you get all adjusted in your square, you give it throttle, and that propeller on the back pushes you so hard that you literally run right off the ground. Yeah. yeah. So and, and you're you know, you can fly, you know, you can go thousands of feet in the air. You I've, can I've seen you the, do some crazy shit. Yeah. I, I've seen the video or the most recent video a little bit ago where there was like three guys. Oh yeah. You were four guys and you guys all like took off at the same, at the time, same time, dude. Yeah. That, that was, was wild. Luck. That was that's luck. What it, that's what it the, was luck. That's what the, the the post said or whatever, but or someone commented. I about went that, and then I wasn't paying attention and I went and then the other guys timed cool. it perfectly yeah and we all went up at the same time i'm really glad i saw them right off the bat <laughs> that would have been bad <laughs> and another video i saw you were you know because i got like i said i got you on snapchat but you were yeah. up and you're like looking over at some clouds you're like oh that doesn't look good i'm just you're nuts for doing that dude that was sketchy you yeah. are nuts for like doing that whole th i would never ever do something like that in my life but you oh, know dude, that's, it's the it's the ultimate freedom and that's that's like it, why there's you're no you, greater man. freedom that's, you know you're, you're the adrenaline junkie in the room but we're gonna take you up one day man like we can I go don't think so we, we can go uh tandem we'll i don't hook think you, so we'll, i'll be we'll knocked out in, dude. <laughs> you'll be <laughs> i'll be knocked out yeah no come would on. you do something like that yeah i'll go do it would, would you? you yeah all you gotta you're do kind is of an adrenaline junkie and just run and you just hang there dude you're just like out hanging in midair you know Sounds pretty good. Uh, last year, uh, cousin, she got married in Hawaii. and Is it like the paragliding? Uh, well, somebody was paragliding. Okay. Like he travels the world, world doing photography and whatnot. We're sitting at the place that they rented, um, huge, huge plantation. And uh, all of a sudden, this dude just dropped out of the sky. What? Something went wrong. No. <laughs> like, like literally fell? Yep. Or was he, he uh, like? Emer no, emergency landing. Oh my gosh! Like just missed the power lines and everything, and he, he oh my god, stood right up, looked at us, apologized, said, Jesus. said I, I didn't want to end up way out in the ocean. Did he so, have like a parachute? So he yep, was yep. Okay. They were up on the they were just up on the crater or whatever. Yeah, and it's like where you stand and you just let the parachute go out and you let oh the gosh. wind take you. And then once you're up, yeah. you just start taking photos. Yeah. So paragliding. Yeah. So we yeah. gave him a ride back up because he needed to get catch up to his buddies and get some shots in but it was just crazy like i i recorded some of it put it on instagram like this That's dude when i saw everybody was watching we we're like wait wait Boonk. Right it is yard. it's <laughs> scary oh, man. Man. So the majority of powered paraglider pilots die from drowning because um so like when you're in the air the rule of thumb is you always have to have an out because at any point in time your motor could die and if your motor dies, you're just going to glide right to the ground. Right. You got to have a safe spot to land. So some guys, if you're crazy enough, um, I haven't got to this level, but my buddy, Tim Barry, he, he's, dude, he can do like barrel rolls in the air where oh he goes, gosh. like the wind, the wind goes under him and he's over it, like literally rotates like this. Yeah. And he'll go down like in ponds when we're flying and he'll just like drag his foot in the pond all throughout the pond. So you just see a streak going, but that's. Like that's, you know, if something were to happen, like your motor dies when your foot dragging a lake or something can and he you like, go in, in you got to get lake. your harness out. You got to get four harness points oh, off wow. before you start sinking, you know, right. and you're, you're like in a panic at that point. So yeah, it's sketchy, oh. man. That's why I don't, I don't, I'm not, I'm not that crazy. I just like the enjoyment of Keep it looking at the world from a different yeah. perspective, you know? I mean, if you were flying over water and you had to like 
land and water, you'd be fine, right? Um, like like deep water. Yeah. So if you were you- flying, it depends how high you were. So if you were up, you know, five hundred to a thousand feet, you and your motor died, and you realize you couldn't get back to land, and you're gonna have to land in water. You're gonna take like you're gonna take your leg straps off probably, and one of your chest straps, and then be ready to for the landing. And take the last chest, the last strap off at you know, right. two seconds from the water, right. and bail pretty much. Now, some you guys, got a life preserver on, right? Like, are you guys um, float? If you're there, there's like those um, floats that are what are they? CO two powers. So when they hit water, they inflate, okay. and those are strapped to a lot of people's paramotors. Okay, like I have gotcha. them on mine. If you're some people don't because they don't fly over water, you know. But if you're flying over water, you probably want that. Craziest thing I've ever done in my life was launch at Acme Meyer at like four in the morning last summer. We flew halfway up to Elk Rapids and we're the only paramotor pilots in the world, I think, to do this. We gained altitude, me and Tim, up to 4,500 feet in the air and then crossed over East Bay on over to Old Mission. We dropped down on Old Mission and just hovered all the way to the lighthouse above the wineries and then circled back up to 4,500 feet, crossed over West Bay, and landed in the foot in the um, what is it the soccer fields at Sutton's Bay High School, which it was it was wild, man. Wow, how, how it was crazy. Is, how long is that trip when you do something like that? So we had a, a wind pushing us across, and it, it, that trip had to be like ideal, you know, like ideal conditions. Um, that whole it probably took an hour and a half, maybe. Wow, that wow. whole. Because if you got a wind, a tailwind pushing you, you know, you're already going 25, 30 miles an hour. A good 90 minute trip is like, yeah, you know, I'm sure any longer than that starts becoming a part time job. Yeah, it does. Like standard flight's probably going to be like half hour, maybe an hour. So, so you land in Sutton's Bay. How do you get back? We had a car that picked us up to drive us back. Yeah. You got them on the ground? Like, are they looking up or do you just go, hey, pick us up pick here? Pick us up here. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah. But that was, man, when you're over those big bays and you're in the middle of it, that's why we had to go up to 4,500 feet because we didn't know, like, you can't figure out your glide ratio if you're going to make it across. So when you're in the middle, you're just thinking like, oh my God, if my motor died right here, I would be. Free. Yeah. 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 So my last question is like regarding that. You got a headset on your, are you talking to the airport? Like, how does that all work? I mean, um, no. So like when, before your flight, you want to check, like, obviously where you're flying at, you don't want to be within five miles of any major airports. Um, you want to check, you know, if you're going to go up in altitude, you want to check flight pass too. make sure you're not going to be like crossing over any flight pass. Um, but as long as you're, you know, it's, it's like a drone more or less, you know, it's actually more, probably more unregulated than drones. Okay. Um, but you just got to really pay attention in the air, you know, cause there's private pilots that fly sure. around and, and you really got to like have yeah. your head on a swivel, you know, and you got to be looking sure. at everything in the air. So you just got to be careful about it. You don't have to contact the airport or, um, communicate we, with anybody. Or we anything. have headsets, but generally we're just talking to ourselves, okay. e- each other in gotcha. the air. Yeah. Or gotcha. listening to music or Right. Something. Yeah. Right. Cool. Yeah. Cool. Cool. We're gonna get you up in the air, man. No, I'm you're telling not. you, we're gonna no, do you're it. Not. It's not gonna happen, <laughs> especially now that I have a daughter. Nope. Yeah, that's true. That does pay. I don't have kids, you know, so yep. it, that plays I'm, a factor. I've decided I might even sell my motorcycle this year or next year. Really? Uh, not something I ever thought I would do, but it's just it sits in my garage and I got it's hit just by like, a car. 
Yeah, see? On a motorcycle? Uh, well, actually, on a moped when I was 15. Oh, But my geez. dad always rode a motorcycle. I always rode motorbikes. I you know, I knew how to shift at a very young age and yeah. right. never bought a motorcycle because I know what the helmet sounds like sliding on the pavement. Oh, see, and, and I don't... Yeah. Jeez, I don't, that, would, that would do it, yeah. I don't wear a helmet. I, I don't even have one, so like... <laughs> You know, I'm I'm riding, yeah, dude. Like, right, right. Ri- but see, I it's uh, I don't know. I, it's stupid why I don't wear one. They, uh, you well, know, they. You're more likely to fall off the bike going slow and doing nothing. Yeah. So, like, if you're going seventy that, yeah. and you fall off the bike, helmet or not, you're, yeah, you're, you're pretty, pretty much messed up. Done, but if yeah, you're at yeah. a stoplight and somebody kind of bumps you and you fall right. off and smack your noggin, right. You're probably a okay. helmet. Helmet could have made a big difference. Oh yeah. right, right, yeah, yeah, yeah. At yeah. Lower speeds, yeah. Yeah, or yeah. It makes sense. Yeah. Cool. Well, um, thanks, Mark, for sitting in. John, always a pleasure. Yeah, man. No, seriously, thanks for having me. This Absolutely. Is, this is really cool what you guys are doing, man. Absolutely. And just being an outsider, like I know you guys talked about it from the from the beginning, but this studio, guys, is is awesome. It it's is. set up really cool. Like any musicians or anybody yeah looking to do a podcast or recording i could imagine like this is where i'd come for yep. sure <laughs> yep this it's, is 100 percent where i'd come you probably didn't get to hear the episode but we just a short story mark contacted us when we were i kind of had put a blast out when i was thinking about doing a podcast and uh, so we had mark and then my buddy chris warren the gm over at wtcm downtown had reached out okay. and said hey you know we the you know omelet are you familiar with omelet the, yeah, the guy yeah. on the radio. Like Omelette and Fincer, like Yeah, that, so that he, yeah. he does, he uses, you know, they got a studio at WTCM, and Chris, my buddy, is like, you know, you can come use it for free, but it's literally like a room probably, you know, the, the edge of that black thing on the wall over, you know, maybe to here and then okay. to this wall. So it's, yeah, it's and not it, that it's, big. There, it's literally just like a two like seats a, and a computer. Eight by six room. Yeah, man. Yeah, dude, this is sweet, man. Like, so, you got this set up. You got a mini split up here. Oh, yeah. So so we awesome. we were presented with an opportunity to, to like, have a free – because, you know, we're not making money by doing this. We're just – this is all just a hobby for us. So, like, you know, we're like, all right, my whole plan was to sign up with Mark and, and kind of get – you know, our feet rolling and then maybe we use the other studio and hire Mark to do the editing, but we just, we found our home, man, for the, for this yeah. exact reason. Like, I just feel good coming in here and yeah, this is awesome. So he's, he sets up the drinks and, uh, it's, it's very, you know, <laughs> very professional, but it's also at the same time, like it's got a casual, yeah, casual feel to it. Yep. You know? So it's nice, comfortable. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Some, you know, some of the stuff's from my performing DJing days and, uh, has been in here for about 20 years. I'm a big culture guy, and this has definitely got some culture to it. So yeah, yeah, all like right, good stuff. Yeah, thank cool, you, man. Guys. Yeah, yeah, thanks for having me. Any last words you want to say at all? Just uh, you got you got to cover a lot, but yeah, if anybody's looking for uh, wine tour, brewery tour, yeah. weddings, or you know, try out that new adventure company. If you guys are looking to come to uh, Northern Michigan and and get a workout and uh, have a good time, just in the outdoors, you know, in the yep. Right by uh, Sleeping Bear National Park or yeah. National Lakeshore. So. Some point you should be able to add the Canna tour. The, the Canna tour, yeah, like the um, going to different like uh, what is that uh, dispensaries yeah. and whatnot. Yeah, when twenty two comes out uh, uh, over in Benzie, you come all the way back up thirty one. Right, swing through Loom. They yeah. Uh, yeah, they have that, and it's called the Canna bus in oh, really? <laughs> San Diego. They do it, and yeah. it's like 
it, dude, it's like beta bus here. It's like a consistent, it runs a consistent loop. So like people know when to get on just it. Just jump on. When yeah. They, like when at they, certain sweet. stops and they just go around. It's, it's pretty cool. I've never done it, but I have thought about it and other people have, have told me, but I, you know, I don't know. It's a whole different. It's not ready game. here yet for it. Yeah. So. Maybe a couple more years. It might. Yeah. So to end the show, you got to think of a cool sign out. Like what, what's your sign out? What's your, what oh, are you going right. to say? Yeah. What are you like, gonna, mm. What, what is the, what's the last thing you want to be, you know, say into the mic? So what's your oh, I can't show you. I just got to, I just got to think of it. Yeah. Mackie out. Mackie out. Oh, Seacrest out. See ya!